0: Hello and welcome to the Total Entertainment Podcast with me, Paul Collis. And today we're going to take a look at supporting artists Papa Roach and Dance Gavin Dance, who are supporting Donny Braco on their UK tour. Let's get started, shall we? Papa Roach is an American rock band from Vac- Vacaville, California, formed in 1993. The original lineup consisted of lead vocalist Jacobi Sa- Shaddix, guitarist Jerry Horton, drummer Dave Buckner and bassist Will Jones with trombonist Ben Luthor. After two EPs, James left and was replaced by Tobin Esperance. The band had independently released two more EPs before signing with DreamWorks Records in 1999, subsequently releasing the triple platinum Infest in, two, in year 2000. The gold album Love, Love Hate Tragedy in 2002 and platinum album Getting Away With Murder in 2004. A year after the Paramore seasons, Buccaneer left in 2007 and was replaced by Tony Palmaro. Papa Roach then made *Metamorphosis* in 2009, *Time for Annihilation* 2010, *The Connection* 2012, *Fear* in 2015. Crooked Teeth in 2017 and Who Do You Trust in 2019. The 11th studio album Ego Trip was released on the 8th of April 2022. Papa Roach's formation began in January tw- 1993 when lead singer Jacobi Shaddix and drummer Dave Bacchner met at the Vacaville High School football field. They were later joined by lead guitarist Jerry Horton from nearby Vanden High School, rhythm guitarist and Anne- Michael Lojack. Trombonist Ben Luther and bassist Will James. They decided to enter the school's talent show, performing a version of Jimmy Hendrix's song "Fire." They ultimately ended up losing the talent show. In March 1993, Ben Luther left the band, and Annie and Anne Michael O'Jack left as well. At this point, Papa Roach was, was practicing every day and touring and playing every gig they could get. Their first first tour van was called Moby Dick, where Shaddex was inspired to come up with his first stage name, Kobe Dick. Initially, the band was called Papagasto and suggested by a buccaneer, but Shaddex changed it to Papa Roach based on the nickname of his step-grandfather, Howard William Papa Roach Senior. In 1994, Papa Roach released their first EP titled for Christmas. Drama Dave Buckner was temporarily replaced by, Ro- by Ryan Brown as Buccaneer was spending the year in Seattle studying art. In 1995, they released a demo at Sound Farms DJs titled Casa Bonita. By this time, Buccaneer was back. In 1996, they replaced original bassist Will James with longtime roadie Tobin Esperance as James' uh, James's involvement in a church summer camp would limit the band's summer practicing and touring. Papa Roach has been described as an alternative metal, hard rock, rap metal, alternative rock, new metal, hardcore punk band. In their early independent releases and on their first two major label, label albums, Infest and Love Hate Tragedy, the band tended to use the new metal and rap metal. Before Papa Roach released their major label albums, Jacoby Shaddick's Singing Style was compared to China Mo- Moreno and Lynn Strait of Snot additionally with their 2009 album metamorphosis as the name express ex- as the name expresses the band felt their music was going through a trans- transformation to stuff that's harder and faster AllMusic has compared the band's recent work to 1980s glam metal AllMusic staff re- uh, staff writer Stephen thomas e- L- elowine wrote at the close of 2000s, the quartet had shed the rap and the angst, ditching all the alt-metal account accountancy, become a knowing update of an 80s Sunstrips, sunset strip sleeves rock outfit. With the release of *Fear* and both and both metal sucks and metal injection, noted that the band had acquired some Digent influences. In 2004, frontman jo- Jacoby Shaddix said that said the following said the following in an interview with Dash Music Guide regarding the band no longer using rapping in their music the rapping's gone i don't feel like rapping i'm just over that i just want to be a rocker that's what i wanted to be when i was a kid shadix has added this remark to in other in another interview we're a band that tries to walk the line between metal hardcore punk rock and pop music and we do our best at trying to make it all cool Prior to the release of the connection, guitarist Jerry Horton said, "said in in, in an interview by Verdemus magazine, it's kind of a natural thing for us. We've always been changing throughout the years. Of course, there are some things that stay that stay the same in our sound, but we do like to try new things and stretch out a little bit our basis, and then and therefore make it more interesting." He also said that the band was going to explore electronic sounds for the next record. The band's influences include Faith No More, Social Distortion, Metallica, Red Hot Chili Peppers, Wheatane Klain, Fuji's, Refused, Queen and Led Zeppelin. Jacoby Shaddix acknowledges Faith No More's Mike Patton and Social Distortion's Mike Ness as major influences stating that together at an early age. And it inspired me to become my own thing. In the beginning, Papa Roach's biggest influence was experimental band Mr. Bulge, fronted by Mike Patton from Faith No More, which was reflected in the adventurousness of their 1994 debut release, Potatoes for Christmas into in 2021 in an in a 2021 interview jacoby shaddix reflected about being the band's long held association with new metal genre saying i love being one of the forefathers of new metal that's dope but we have been able to but we've been able to outlive it and celebrate it at the same time. Papa Roach is considered one of the bands that defined the new metal sound. Alternative Press said, despite the stin- distancing themselves from the distinctive sound in recent years, Papa Roach's early output shaped the side of new metal that's mainstream welcomes with open with open arms. Riff laden, radio friendly, at least after a few bleeps. Singles with dark earworm lyrics to piss off parents. Jacoby Shaddocks in your face tones were introduced to many teenagers new metal awakening backed by completely singable and seductive guitar lines that made this outfit so instrumental in the genre so much so that a feature from Shadows is a seal of approval for any album. The album about the band's album Infest, Kerrang! magazine said, "Straining vocal cords and denoting dance floors with Last Result, tugging the heartstrings with Broken Home and earworming their way under the skin, with Between Angels and Insects, Jacoby Shaddock's Confirmation California Mob didn't just deliver an angst overload; they unleashed every ounce of feeling via arguably the catchiest songwriter new metal would ever see. Adolescence never really ends, and even now." These are absolutely essential sounds. So the final support is Dance Gavin Dance and Dance Gavin Dance is an American rock band from Sacramento in California, formed in 2005. The band currently consists of vocalist John Mess and Tillian Pearson, lead guitarist Will Swan, rhythm guitarist Andrew Wells and drummer Matthew Amingas. M- the band formerly included lead vocalists Johnny Craig and Kurt, and Kurt Travis, bassist Eric Lodge and, Jay- and Jason Ellis and Tim Ferrick and guitarist Alvaro, Alcarta, Sean O'Sullivan, Zachary Garran and Josh Benton. The lineup has changed numerous times since their inception. Swan and Mingus are the only band members who have appeared on every studio album. The band released their debut extended EP Whatever I Say Is Royal Ocean in 2006 and signed to Rise Records thereafter. The debut studio album, Downtown Battle Mountain, was released in May 2007. Craig and guitarist Sean O'Sullivan left the group and were replaced by Kurt Travis and Zachary Garran respectively. They released a self-titled album, Dance Gavin Dance, in August 2008. Vocalist John Mess and bassist Eric Lodge left the group before the album's release, with Lodge being replaced by Jason Ellis. Happiness, the group's third studio album, was released in June 2009. In 2010, Johnny Craig, John Mess and Eric Lodge returned to the band and recorded their fourth studio album, Downtown Battle Mountain 2, in 2011. Craig and Lodge departed the group from group the following year, which led to former Tides of Man vocalist Tillon Pearsons, bassist Tim Frederick, and guitarist Josh Benton joining the band. They released their fifth studio album, Acceptance Speech, in 2013. Benton left the band shortly after the album's release. The sixth studio album, Instant Gratification, was released in April 2015. The following year, the group released a live album. Tree City Sessions their seventh studio album Mothership the latter charting at number 13 on the Billboard 200 they released the eighth studio album artificial selection in June 2018 placing at number 15 in the Billboard 200 in 2020 they released their ninth studio album Afterburner in April which placed at number 14 on the Billboard 200 and Tree City seasons two, Sessions 2 in december bassist tim frederick died in 2022 prior to the release of the band's 10th album Jackpot's juicer leading to uh, some via and royal coda guitarist Sergio medina taking over on live bass duties the band has achieved top four top 20 albums in the us including one top 10 and have become one of the most popular music groups in post hardcore Dance Gavin Dance's musical style has been described as post-hardcore, math rock, experimental rock, progressive rock, sc- screamco, jazz fusion and emo. Critics have compared the band to fellow post-hardcore peers The Fall of Troy, Alex's on Fire and Circus Survive. Their 2011 release Downtown Battle Mountain 2 is said to feature the same structure as the Mars Volta album The Bedlam in Goliath. In in that it never lets up when asked about their influences in a 2007 interview john mess said we all have such varied music tastes that it would be quite a long list and mentioned at the uh, mentioned at the drive-in curseville explosions in the sky mf doom radiohead and other influences include the deftones the temptations glass jaw usher and air file earth wind and fire matt mingus cited Genesis Phil Collins and Deftone's Abe Cunningham as two of his favourite drummers, whilst Will Swan called the guitar work of of Thursday and at the drive-ins Omar Rodriguez Lopez as major influences. Swan has emphasised the band's interest in incorporating new stars and to experiment on every release. Former vocalist John Craig was most recently the frontman of of Slaves from 2014 until his departure in 2019. Former vocalist Kurt Travis handled vocal duties for the band a lot like Birds from 2011 to until 2016, and is currently the vocalist in Royal Coda. Whereas former guitarist Zachary Garin has stated has started his band Strawberry Girls, and lead guitarist. Will Swan currently operates his own record label, Blue Swan Records, and pursues persu- guitar in the supergroup Zion Ver, Royal Coda, and Secret Band, which also features John Mess and Matthew Mingus. Former guitarist Josh Benton also works as a record producer and has produced Dance Gavin Dance's live studio album, Tree City Sessions, in 2016, as well as a, ma- as well as a majority of the releases on Blue Swan Records so the discography is downtown battle mountain in 2007 dance gavin dance in 2008 happiness in 2009 downtown battle mountain 2 into in 2011 acceptance speech in 2013 instant gratification in 2015 mothership in 2016 artificial selection 2018 afterburner in 2020 and jackpot juicer so that is dance gavin dance so it's now the next day and I'm walking all the way up to a reservoir to record for my Scenic Serenity channel. Link for that will be in the description below. But anyways, dance Gavin, dance, the lights went down and a song that started, well the first song stroke intro started and it sounded very very therapeutic which was good and then as they began to play so obviously the intro had a um, pre-recorded section for them to walk on pick up their instruments and then start the actual song so that would have been done on click track and as they uh, started to add their instruments onto this therapeutic song it then turned into metal and it was a great contrast I have to say Um, so lighting wise Dance Gavin Dance were given the moles and the LED strobes from the first quarter of the halo above the stage which i thought was nice because because Don Brocco didn't have to let them use their specials but it would have it did make sense because there was a massive overhang you couldn't hide it so they were given a bank of LED strobe floods at the, and the moles at the top front of the uh, halo and those were used to emphasize points of the songs um, they also had the front of house bar well there was no front of house bar they had LX1 and LX2 which gave them a little bit of steep, fa- uh, steep face light and they had the washer units and profile units in LX2 which the washer they basically had washes for each song, which were pastel-style washers so pastel colours, purples, pinks, yellows, blues, well, light blues. And the uh, profiles were used to, um, f- well, to strobe and flash and move around and that, and used to uh, help emphasise parts of the song as well sound wise we had a very nice volume with a high 22 carat gold standard clarity which is nice I mean it was very powerful sound system and it was just it was just right I have to say they had the nice balance within the sound itself every instrument was heard the vocals were heard and uh, you had a high falsetto I would dare say slightly feminine for from the lead singer and you had another another vocalist uh, doing screamy rap which works really well as a contrast so everything about uh, dance go and dance was a serious contrast from uh, the washing wash units uh, to the profile units to the songs to the songs themselves uh, it's been very chilled relaxing places and then instantly changing into metal per song and it did work I mean it, to me it had a unique sound because I've never heard that before but it did work performance wise Dance Gavin Dance were very eclectic I mean their songs as I said you had bits of songs that were chilled and other bits of songs just morphed straight into metal and uh, new metal show I say, dare I say in fact, but I did see the crowd enjoying it and to be fair the uh, hall wasn't full when they started and as their set went on they had more and more applause which is good to see, it did, so, it did show to me that audience were warming up to them and you even had audience members singing along so they would have even known who they were as well which is great I mean this is the first time I heard of Dance Gavin dance and I thought they were actually okay and performance wise they knew how to work the crowd as well they had a great interaction with each other on stage and that's what you want to see a nice load of energy and friends on stage, in doing what they do best to enjoy being up on the stage and giving everyone else the enjoyment of watching them. And that's what Dance Gavin Dance was to me. They were a nice contrast to what we normally have, and it worked. Their set worked well, and also you have to give them extra credit, they opened up the start of the tour. Don Brocco had their first show of the tour today so it's not an easy thing for any band let alone an up-and-coming band opening up a tour and they did really well. So sound wise it was loud Papa Roach had the loudest set out of the whole of well out of all the performers today including Don uh, Don Bronco They Papa Roach were by far the loudest, but at that they sacrificed the clarity so It's a trade-off. What do you want? Do you want volume or do you want clarity and with uh, with Papa Roach being Papa Roach doing a real heavy set they knew that they were going to lose Clouty no matter what so they went so they went okay right we'll go with the volume Now how was Papa Roach? Well proper showman from start through finish They were amazing high energy high octane and everyone was loving it Now my highlight for the set My highlight for the set was when they did their cover of Firestarter Oh... oh well It was a really good cover Very energetic Very... very It was very energetic, very high octane and... I mean I've seen the Prodigy do the... do Firestarter live That was one of my highlights of my career watching and working on the Prodigy just before uh, Keith, rest his soul, uh, passed on and they did The Prodigy really well. They they would have been proud of that performance, Papa Roach was amazing, great rendition, really great rendition. And they had, Papa Roach had the audience right from the start through to the finish, they completely energised the audience ready for Don Brocco. And they re- they would for a warm-up band which in my opinion are still good enough to be a headline and act but supporting artists wow they were amazing and I dare say it that they i don't think you'd get many supporting artists of that caliber i mean you you normally would you wouldn't Normally you'd have an upcoming band, but Papa Roach, really great choice. Really great choice to uh, warm up and get their foot back in the door over in the UK. Because I've not heard much of Papa Roach in the UK for a while. But this, this will get people talking about Papa Roach again. And with a bit of luck, Papa Roach will have their own headline tour very soon. Fingers crossed, because they deserve it. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed today's podcast please hit like, subscribe and share and if you haven't already done so, why not check out more content from Musclex Media by clicking the link in the description below and we should catch you next time. Bye for now.